and welcome back to the Hidden Gems Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marcus Johnson Luther, and today we have episode 11. Before we get started, I just want to say I cannot believe we've already done 11 of these things. Thank you to everybody who tunes in each and every time I put one out. Truthfully, thank you. And if you're a new listener, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you prefer to help you stay up to date on all available episodes and you can listen to the ones you haven't heard yet. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hidden underscore gems pod. That's hidden underscore gems pod. And I also have that linked in the episode description below. But for today's episode, we got a man who's been shouted out not once, not twice, but three times on the show so far. You can go listen to episode two, episode three, and episode nine. Rahab, Crystal, and Mark all shout this man out. It's just a testament to who he is. He's just a good dude all around whose goal is really always to just help people win. So, like, that's just really a big, big, like, he's a stand-up guy like that. I can't even put it any other way than that. For as good as he is with, in the marketing or with photography, he's an even better person. But today in today's episode, we really do get into his background in photography and how he's just how he got so good at it overall, basically, and how he just kept growing and used that as a vehicle to use it as a career. He's uh, he works at General Mills now. He works in the marketing department over there. So it's really impressive how he used such a skill such as photography and really helped him into a whole career. We really get into that a lot. And we also just talk about some just life experiences with him overall, too. It's really a solid episode. So I'm really thinking you guys are going to like it. So I'm going to get out your way, and uh, let's get to this conversation with Felucia. So let's go. Oh, welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of the Hidden Gems podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marcus Johnson Luther, and we're here today with a man who's been shouted out on three episodes already. I think Crystal, Mark, and Rahab all shouted him out. His name's Felucia. Felucia, how you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Man, just surviving this damn cold we got. You feel me? You know, negative 10. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. You know, Felucia, he's a, he's a taken man, so he's he's out here spending time with me on Valentine's Day. I'm very appreciative of, <laughs> of him taking some time out to talk to me, so thank you. Yeah, man, of course. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so just a little background. You know, Felucia most known for his creative work i'd say he's a really big in marketing industry now uh did a lot of photography and during his time in college they called him flu shots um <laughs> most famous guy i know he's uh just a, just a just a cool guy all around so really thank you for being here um i'm just gonna get into it really quick with overall so can you just tell me a little bit about how you got photography as a hobby or got into photography as a hobby uh, yeah, so growing up, my dad actually took pictures. Um, I remember, like, he would take pictures for, like, uh, weddings, he would take pictures at church, um, different things like that. But, like, at the time, I couldn't, like, care less. I had, like, no interest in it at all. But, like, I was just, like, kind of aware of, like, photography and stuff. Um, fast forward to, like, when I graduated high school, I went to a friend's um, grad party. Another friend of ours brought his camera. He was just like taking pictures of us and like things like that. So when he went to use the bathroom, I was just like messing with his DSLR. I'm like, wow, this is like code. Like just taking a picture and then seeing the way the image looked on the screen. And then like on my phone, I just thought it was like, like, I don't know. I just thought it was super cool. So I was like, okay, bet. let me jump into photography just, you know, just to take pictures and stuff. And that's kind of how the ball got started rolling. I mean, 
that's kind of like that sounds like humble beginnings basically overall because i mean you use this hobby as a way to into your career now too we'll get into that later but i mean that's kind of like a that's a pretty dope story to see how that kickstarted a whole movement for you basically yeah and it's, yeah, and it's crazy and that that image of like that first day that i messed with the camera if you go on my instagram and scroll all the way down to like when we're taking like a selfie that's like that exact image where i'm like yeah this is what i want to do <laughs> It's, I mean, it's cool, though, with, like, a passion like photography, too. You have, a like, a, a memory or something that's documented of when you started it. Exactly. Because I, um, I mean, everybody has hobbies of some sort, but just the uniqueness of photography be like, like, I get to look at this for the rest of my life. I could show my kids this if I wanted to, but mm. that opens a whole can of worms if Instagram will still be around and whatever. Right. Because, Insta- all right, this is a side note already, but Instagram's been, they be adding updates, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I can tell Instagram is owned by Facebook now. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, they, <laughs> like, they just want everyone's money. They want everyone's information. And it's like, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, TikTok's definitely going to be the, the future app. Well, it kind of is in the sense it's on, it's on the rise. But it's like, I feel like Instagram's going to continue to implement and find ways to just linger over everyone's shoulder. Because we are forgetting that WhatsApp, too, is owned by Facebook. And that's like the main source of, like, communication overseas. Yeah. Stuff, so. yeah. Yeah, see, the thing is, I mean, I I don't use WhatsApp, but I know, like, I'd say, like, 95% of the people I've talked to have a WhatsApp. So WhatsApp is big overall, I can tell. Especially people with family, um, like you said, overseas. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Um, like my parents, like, they don't even, like, it's annoying. They don't even, like, text me or, like, call me. They like to do everything via, like, WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I think it was Momo. So your frat brother Momo was telling me about it too. He was like, "You've never felt love until you get a WhatsApp message from a relative overseas." Literally, bro. <laughs> like, and it's real love, and it's like it could be like an actual like message that I'm trying to keep up with you, or it could be like just false information, or just like a random like video with like terrible like graphics and stuff. It could be anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry to take us on that tangent, but. I don't know why that just popped in my head, but so we were talking about you, um, your photography journey a little bit. Um, would you say is there a specific moment or like an event or anything that sticks out in your mind besides that day you took took photos? Is there another additional moment that was like I'm gonna start taking this seriously? Like I can turn this into something. This was back during um, freshman year when I did a shoot um, with a mentor, and like she was just telling me how like I'm like really good at it and this was at the time too that I was kind of considering whether or not I wanted to like pursue IT because I was my major at the time and she was just saying that like you know if I really network with the right people and really like hone in on my craft like I can do like amazing stuff and like she was saying that I should like try to aim to be within like two three years to be the best photographer in like Minneapolis or at least recognized to like some degree and like I remember this one particularly because I told myself that okay I'm gonna do a shoot for like a big brand like adidas like i literally said i'm gonna shoot for a brand like adidas and that was like a dream that i hoped that someday i'd achieve and then when i ended up interning at adidas i managed to get that opportunity and stuff so so yeah. when when that happened uh was like did you like in, internally were you like 19 19 year old felicia was like hell yeah Bro, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and like we can like we can talk more once i talk about like my experience at the adidas institute but that was like the moment where it's like wow like everything really went full circle and like when i finally did 
like the shoot, I was like teary eyed and stuff because I'm like, this is crazy. I was just like in like awe. Yeah, I mean that just goes to show because you were talking about just a little bit about how you were doing IT or whatever. It's crazy how paths can just change, and we we think we have this destiny for whatever, and then literally one thing happens, and you're in a completely different area. Um, just looking back at your beginning from when you started taking photos, uh, do you think you, how would you say you've gotten better overall from then to now? Um, I would say one of the ways that I've gotten better is like actually having like a good idea, um, good idea and directness, like what I want to do and take pictures. I remember when I started off, I'd see like other well-known or famous photographers work. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do they do this? This is like super dope but like something that was super basic i didn't really understand it's like you have to like plan all of that you have to like come up with um you have to find whatever look that you're going for you have to find the model that fits the look what outfit they're gonna wear are they gonna wear makeup is there gonna be props are you gonna have other people and then you have to consider um where you shoot it and like the lighting all these different components into photography that most people don't really think about on the outside for me i didn't know starting off that i've like progressed um, throughout and then I also say like editing too I've like gotten a lot better a lot better when it comes to like editing pictures and stuff yeah just like editing pictures just sounds terrible like that doesn't sound fun at all just the amount of detail it doesn't sound fun the amount of detail it takes just does not look fun to me that's funny you say that because for me I would say that's like what I enjoy the most like like some aspects of like photography when it comes to like shooting with people especially with the shoot ends up becoming like too long i get like very tired i don't want to do this like (laughs) i just want to i just want to get like you know the flicks i need and let me just throw it in photoshop or lightroom and like do some math to it yeah i mean it just goes to show that you are the one who's actually good at it and i'm the one who takes pictures on an (laughs) iphone so When you're doing a shoot, how do you approach it? Like, are you really hands-on in the planning, or do you like other people planning it more? Um, I would say, like, really depends on, like, what we're doing. Like, if it's just, like, if, like, I'm just, like, shooting friends, just, like, casual pictures and stuff, even though I don't really do that as much, then I'm kind of, like, laid back and kind of go with the flow. But if someone wants to do a shoot for, like, an event or someone wants, or someone has, like, some, like, creative idea, I would want to, like, we'll, like, connect with, or me and Chris would connect and we'll discuss what we want to do, how we're going to do it before executing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like all things in life, basically, it depends. Like, (laughs) that's such a cop-out answer for most things, but it's really true overall. Yeah. Um, So I I talked with Crystal about this, too, and uh, you're involved with the music video, Angela. How, uh, How did, can you just tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so that was a super dope um, experience. Um, so for that, I didn't, um, I did, I took behind the scene, behind the scenes footage, but I was also like the co-producer, uh, and like I kind of helped Justin Charles, who like did the video in like, different like areas and stuff that they needed. Um, if you watch the video, for example, um, at the end where um, where Crystal or Angela kind of snapped back the artist from like that like dream world, that like com- that comedic moment, and then that part was that that was my idea, so I take credit for that um, <laughs> i mean how like so you touched on it a little bit you did a little bit different work you're co-producing in that and took behind the scenes shots like is that a really like a memorable experience for you overall yeah it was a super dope experience because that was like the first project that um me um justin 
and Awa and Shaw like worked on together um, as a group. And like we call ourselves like Bush Films because like we find unconventional or like silly ways to like come up with like creative like solves and like come up with like cool effects and like the work that we do and stuff. And like years down the road, we're gonna we're gonna own a, a super big creative agency, do music videos for big name celebrities and stuff. So stay tuned for that. That's cooking up. You heard it here first. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> memorable experience. Um, and then I was also I was brow- browsing your website and. First of all, I'll link the I'll link the website in the episode description below. I'm gonna drive some traffic your way for sure. But uh, I was browsing your website and I saw how large your portfolio is. So you've done you obviously have a lot of experience with this. Um, but you turned a hobby such as photography into a career in marketing yeah. overall. How does it feel to have the fruits of your labor pay off? It's like every every day, like when I'm you know working at you know working from home because of COVID, but. Uh, Every, every day I wake up, I'm, like, super, like, grateful um, regarding, like, where I'm at and stuff. And I just remember that when I would, like, do photo shoots with, like, people, they would ask me, like, oh, so do you plan to be, like, a big name photographer and stuff? I'm like, oh, you know, that would be, like, cool to do, like, a photo shoot uh, for, like, Nike and stuff. But I still wanted to do more than just take the picture. Like, I wanted to, like, work on, like, the overall, like, campaign of, like, the product or, like, um, thing that I'm shooting for so just being able to like actually do the stuff now is like amazing I mean like I still like it's 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 surreal like I still can't believe the stuff that I do yeah I mean it I'm just because I just because I know your story and we'll talk about it in probably like five or ten minutes I know your story of how you changed your major and all that and now you're doing what you actually want to do mm-hmm. it's really cool for me to see from the outside how all the work you did is like you saying it's paying off overall and that you you can tell that you're doing the right thing now because it just seems like it's easy for you. I know it's not, but it looks easy for you. So you can tell yeah. that you're on the right path. Um, and this is kind of just the last little section question about photography, really. Then we'll move on to marketing overall. Um, if you have one favorite photo shoot or a project that you've been a part of, which one would it be? <sighs> that is hard because I like different projects and shoots for different reasons. One that comes to mind, I would say, is the shoot I did um, with a model named um, Breeze. It's, um, if you go on my Instagram, it's that, like, futuristic uh, photo shoot where she had, like, you know, the red glasses. She had, like, that, like, green trench coat and stuff. That movie, I said that movie, that uh, that a picture, that a project um, was one of my favorites because... That was something that like I saw in my head. I knew exactly what I was like looking for. I got inspiration from the movie Blade Runner twenty forty eight or something 40, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw the movie. I saw like the set design, the lighting. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I need to do a shoot around this. This was like twenty eighteen, and I was sitting on the the idea for a couple of months, but I didn't like execute because I didn't have like all the pieces. Like, it took me a while to like um to like come up with what I wanted the model to look like. Um. I worked closely with my friend Niha, who like helped me do like um, a set of like the outfits for like, the model I shot with at the time. So I was working with her to come up with what the model, uh, whoever the model would be, would wear. And then when it came to finding the model, was was another thing. And then the location too, like it's a good thing that I waited and I didn't like put out the shoot just to put it out because it's like that location really like made the entire experience I felt. Um, and then I would say another reason why, like, that shoot was very, like, memorable for me, because 
it kind of helped me um, get the um, internship at Adidas. Um, when I applied, uh, there was like a brief where you had to, in a one pager, creatively talk about how how you're creative and stuff. Um, so like, so at Adidas, what's important to them is like the three is the three C's: creativity, um, confidence, and like collaboration. And I had to like in a one pager explain all that. So I used images from that shoot and like talked about my creative process behind that. Um, to and I and with I put that part of the application and then I got the internship. Out. So it worked is what it, what you're saying is it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the I mean the thing is too is like it's basically all the projects people anybody who's listening or the projects you're working on like they're worth it at the end. You never know what they can do for you as a vehicle to achieve your goals basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and you we talked about it a lot so let's just get into this too. I mean. You changed your major. You were an IT major at one point, um, and you changed it to, I believe you graduated with a business marketing degree? Yes, sir. C-E-H-D. <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was the driving change for you to change your major overall? It was, it was a lot. I would say 2018 was a pretty difficult year for me. Um, um, strongly due to um, so strongly due to like school. So I was major um, in IT, entering college, um, had interest in technology. I still do, but at the time I thought that you know I was gonna end up being a programmer or work somewhere within cybersecurity because like you know money that sounded cool, and then you know telling my parents I'm gonna do something like that that just sounds super good, on paper. So I thought I was gonna do that, but as like my time in college was progressing, I was getting body bagged by the classes. I remember. <laughs> It was the end of my junior year. I was taking uh, discrete math, physics, and on all in, like one semester. And then I was going with, and I was going through a whole bunch of like crazy personal stuff at the time too. So then when it came time to like, like when it came to like the end of the semester, I got ended up failing um, Python class play. I think like the second time, and because of that, that would have pushed me back graduation a whole nother like year and a half so i'm like dang i can't really i can't do this anymore and the thing about it too is that so my junior year i um i applied for adidas my junior year actually but the email an important email from the recruiter i was supposed to like get back to i didn't see it up until two months after he originally sent it i i you know i saw his number i quickly emailed him i called him but like by the time i connected with him it was already too late so it's like uh, so like beginning of summer, uh, junior year, failed Python class, graduation to be set back another year and a half. Almost had this Adidas internship opportunity, but completely fumbled that back. So I was like, okay, I really need to like turn my turn my stuff around 180. So that was when I was looking into majors, the BME major, and then I really honed in on like doing photo shoots and like networking with people with my photography to hopefully get somewhere. I mean, shit, you bet on yourself in the work though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, discrete math, I've never even heard of that. Doesn't sound like it should be allowed. Because di- <laughs> what the heck is a discrete math? <laughs> um, it's so, so basically, so when you get there, um, the professor like whispers. <laughs> okay, sorry, terrible joke. No, but what, so what it is, early, <laughs> what it is, at least from my understanding, it's, it's all about like logic. Like, it's, it's about, like, logical thinking and, like, sequences. Like, well, how can I 
even like I'm trying to think of an example. You don't even have to explain it to me. It's gonna go over my head anyway. So no, no, bro. bro think about it. Like the first day, I remember it was in the Hamza. Hamza took the class with me. Um, and like I remember, like the teacher was literally like writing down like just dashes and lines and like symbols, like stuff I have never seen before anywhere. Like he was using it to represent something. And you, and I, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what he was talking about. Like it was, it was to me at least it was just very complicated. Managed to get a C though, so I passed the class. <laughs> I, had to, I had to grind to get that C. Hey man, you, you did it. You're talking to a guy who took college algebra and statistics for his math credit. So more power <laughs> to you. <laughs> Um, so you talked about like grinding and all that. How did you know that this was going to be the right path for you to change your major from IT to BME? Um, you know, I didn't. And that's the thing, because like, I remember like, so senior year, I was going into senior year without like, my major was still, um, like on the way to, um, get go towards IT. Cause, um, so that summer, Summer after junior that's when I applied for the BME, but I wouldn't find out until spring my senior year. So I didn't know until spring of my senior year that I was in the major, that I was telling people that I was about to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if I didn't get the BME major, I don't even, like, know what situation I would be in. So it's, like, when I got, like, the notification that I got, and I was like, okay, bet, like, everything is, like, everything will work out. I just have to take these extra classes uh, in the, in the winter. Bro, it's a pretty similar story to me. Uh, I told people my degree was strategic communications, but I did not get into the major until the first semester of my senior year. My, the first semester of my first senior year, I should say. I didn't get until then, but I'd been telling people for like a year and a half already, like, oh, my major strategic communications, I'm gonna get in this, this, and this. And in the background, I was just sweating like, I really don't know if I'm going to get in. Like, I don't know if this is actually going to be my major. So it's pretty, we have a pretty similar story there. Um, how have, so then the next question is just, how have you been able to incorporate your background skills as a photographer and all that and put them into marketing? Um, uh, I saw this like tweet earlier this week that kind of relates to it, where the tweet said, uh, critiquing, critiquing creative like work is easy but actually making the creative stuff is like hard and difficult um so like when i was in college you know when i was doing all these like photo shoots and stuff i was really flexing that creative part of my brain when it comes to like aesthetic look coming up with creative ways to like post online and then for it to do numbers because like a lot of like the posts i do i like i'm kind of strategic or i'm intentional with it and i'm trying to aim like a certain amount of like likes or shares and stuff um so the way I was able to use that like uh, experience with the photography, I can kind of know like what's good creative because like with my job at like Reese's Puffs, like we work closely with um create with a creative agency to like come up with like different creative ideas and assets for Reese's Puffs, and it's like these this team is like super super talented, and like where I come in is I'm able to like look at the creative that they make and like be able to discern what best fits the brand because I am someone to who has made creative in the past, so I can kind of, like, intertwine those two different, like, perspectives. Right, and it's just, that background sounds like, it kind of puts you ahead a little bit, because you're not just, you're not just like, oh, that sounds like it would be good. You and your creative brain will be like, no, that will be good, or like, or no, that stinks. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's <laughs> like, I'm super blessed where I'm at right now. <laughs> 
and we've talked about this uh, your interning at Adidas about a lot. Um, and we just talked about you missed the opportunity. So how did it feel when you were got the opportunity the following year? Oh man, it was it was it was amazing because it's like so like as I said, um, summer after junior year, you know, I was in the rut, messed up the bag with like Adidas, didn't intern anywhere and stuff. And I used photography solely just to pay off rent because I didn't have a job and stuff. Um, but that summer, I was like, okay, if I really set my mind toward this, I can like really. I can really get this opportunity because how because because a big way of how the Adidas opportunity came to about was past so rewind a bit um, during my sophomore year when I was you know IT major I interned at KPMG uh, KPMG is a, an accounting firm they do like accounting and auditing for like you know companies that sounds like big companies terribly stuff. boring yeah <laughs> it, you know it's like what you kind of like imagine like corporate office. Uh, life to be like you know some people like it some people don't for me it wasn't really as fitting um so we're doing like it audits of like companies like it infrastructure and stuff doesn't really sound like the most like, <laughs> not, really the most, like not really the most glamorous work but uh so so what happened was so at so when i was at work i went to i went to lunch and there's a guy who looked kind of familiar and and who he was, he was actually um, an alpha member. This is before I joined my fraternity. This is when I was like interested. Um, his name, um, and his name, his name is Ruben. Um, so, so I connected with him to learn more about the fraternity and stuff. And I was talking to him, I was telling him how, like, you know, I do photography. I kind of have this interest in marketing, but I'm not too sure. Da 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 da. He connected me with his friend who works at Adidas, who's a manager, who was like manager there. So connected with him and he was able to give me like a referral which I was able to like get you know that first round interview when I applied but because I missed the opportunity I fumbled the bag so fast forward to when I reapply I reconnected with um with a guy at Adidas who I originally um, knew he sent me another referral and because like you know I put on the work and I did well in the interviews I was able to intern and stuff so like when I actually found out that um, I had the internship I remember I was I had, I had dinner. I was I was eating dinner with some folks at the Lori um, in Dinky Town, and like I got the I got a text from their crew. It was like, hey, hey, Felicia, this is Jonathan. Do you have a second to talk on the phone? I I went to the corner and he was like, hey, I have like some bad news. Um, unfortunately, this position that you um, this position that you interviewed for, you didn't get it. But this but we have, we have the um, running internship that's available to you in brand comms would you be interested in that and i was like yes definitely and that moment like i remember like tears were almost coming out of my face i just <laughs> i told my friends like yeah i just i just have to go i had to go um as i was driving back home i called my parents um called my my close friends to tell them the good news like it was a very like surreal feeling and then uh being out in portland how was it how was it being out in portland because it looked like you had a lot of fun out there yeah man portland's cool um for those who've never been to Portland, um, I tell I tell them that Portland is a lot like Minneapolis, but it but it's weird. Everything is like on like the flip side, um, it, um, or or it's like if you've been to Duluth, Minnesota, Duluth is like Minneapolis. Duluth is like Minneapolis and Duluth combined. That's what Portland is like. Um, it's cool. Like the weather is like really good. An hour away, you can go to the coastline. You can go to the beach. Another hour this way, it can go hiking. So, like, the nature scene is, like, super dope. Um, yeah, Portland was cool. So, what was the, how, like, how many other interns were with you at 
Adidas as well? Because I'm assuming it wasn't just you. Uh, no, so there was about, um, there was over 60 different interns, and these are people from, like, different schools from, like, across, like, the nation, but we even had other uh, other interns from, like, um, from across the world. We had an intern who was from Australia, we had interns from Germany and stuff, and it was, like, these, like, the, the interns were, like, a group of, like, the most funniest, like, talented, like, open-minded people, like, I've been across, like... Just being around them, like it, it motivated me to like, like, um, to like work harder and like the things I'm doing and like stuff and like to like set far goals and and you know and everything. A very like ambitious like group of people. Yeah, I mean, that's dope. I I I haven't <laughs> had the opportunity to intern anywhere that was big like that. So hearing it from your perspective is pretty cool. I mean, so. It just sounds awesome that like, I never met anybody from... I met one person from Australia, but I met him for like two days. So meeting other people from other countries that are, have similar interests sounds like a really awesome, like a really dope thing overall, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, last and, like, and, the, oh. and, and the thing that's cool about it, too, it's like... So for me, like my thing here in Minneapolis is like I do photography, but then um, one of my fraternity brothers, Julian, who's, who's down... We, he's, he's from Ohio, but he does like video... He does videography and like directing and stuff and he plays like football so it's like just a group of like super talented like well-rounded like um interns or like just people right um like what's your what is like one lasting memory you had or anything that was there that really just will stick with you forever oh uh i would say so for like um, one thing would be me managing to do that product shoot with originals um, how that came to about, and that wasn't necessarily a part of my internship, because for me at Adidas, um, I was brand communications intern within the running department, so I shadowed mostly. I shadowed mostly, but then worked on like uh, campaigns that um, campaigns for like shoes such as Ultra Boost, NMDs, et cetera, et cetera. So how like how I was able to do the shoot for originals was another intern, Sophia, who who I was friends with. She works on, she works part of the um, team at Adidas that handles, like, social media and stuff. And for some reason or another, like, they needed a quick turnaround of photos for, like, a post that uh, they needed. Um, so they asked, like, Sophia, hey, do you know of any, like, photographers, like, interns or anyone who'd be a good fit? She hit me up, she was like, hey, Felicia, could you be down to do a shoot for Adidas? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> she connected me with her manager, and then literally, and then literally, late, like, right after work, we, I took I took uh, product shots at, at the gym, at the Adidas gym and stuff. And then, like, two days later, he texted me, yo, man, like, you mess with these pictures a lot. Like, we're going to use it. And, like, that moment was just, like, super, like, surreal for me. Like, truly the one of, like, the best moments of my life. Like, everything really came full circle then. Hey, man, this Adidas internship sounds amazing, and I wasn't even there. So that shit sounds yeah. fire. Um, and then lastly, just... Um, but, I mean, like, but, like, about... Um, like Adidas itself, like super cool because it's like the overall, like I would say like the internship at Adidas in a sense kind of felt like freshman year all over again. Just being surrounded by like, like super, like super like cool people from different parts of like the country. Um, Adidas campus is called like the village because like, oh, at the time um, they have like new construction, new buildings after construction. But at the time um, they had four four main buildings with, like, different colors. They have, like, a gym and stuff. So it really had that, like, college campus vibe to it. And I would say, like, the Adidas, like, work culture is a lot more, 
a lot more chill and like personable. Like everyone is like willing to like have conversations with you instead of coffee chats. It's like good to know what you do and like help out any way that they can and stuff. Um, another cool thing is like they have this like thing called like the Make the Lab. And basically, like, whenever, like, you're not, like, too busy with work or you just, you know, during, like, uh, during, like, lunchtime, you can just go to the Maker Lab. And it's a lab where you can make almost any kind of, like, clothing material if you want. Like, if you wanted to go in and make yourself, like, a pair of shoes, you can kind of, like, do it with, like, the raw materials. And that's where, like, a lot of, like, the designers that it used with, like, hang out and stuff. So, like, um, so I had a friend, um, Hope, um, she's a designer, and she helped me, like, print out this, like, image that this like image that's been on that's been a wallpaper on my phone for a minute on like a t-shirt and stuff and i was rocking that throughout the summer so i'd go places people like oh that's a dope shirt where'd you where'd you get it from like oh i made it (laughs) and stuff um another memorable experience would i would say would be like the progressive souls end of the year event progressive souls is a what do they even call it employee resource groups it's like and progressive soul is like the one for like african-american so like think of bsu for adidas mm. uh, adidas um north america they threw an end of the year event to kind of show off like the art and like creative stuff that um adidas employees like do on their personal time but then also like at work um so it's like a, it's like an art museum but then at the halftime it turns into like a party and they have like a they have like a dj playing like throughout there's like a food trucks and stuff that was like a super like lit experience because i was like i was really like turning up with like co-workers <laughs> and stuff you know and then just kind of my last question about adidas and we'll move into what you're doing now overall is like mm-hmm. what was your biggest takeaway from that ex- from that experience mm-hmm. so the biggest takeaway i would say is networking is everything because it was through the power of networking that's how i got the opportunity to intern there um it was through the power of networking that i was able to do a shoot for originals and stuff and it's like i firmly believe that if you really like do everything on your part to like make sure all your all your t's are crossed and all your eyes are are dotted and if you network you can really get to anywhere like you want to be like true and true and like that overall experience like really taught me that i mean i feel like that's something you really preach too not in preaching a bad way but like i know you've always been about networking overall help, telling people how important it is and just helping people connect in any way they can so i know mm-hmm. when you say that you're being pretty you're being genuine with about that too <laughs> yeah uh, man i'm trying to see everyone to eat yeah i mean and then you had you had a little time between the adidas internship and uh getting to your new job at General Mills. Can you just tell me a little bit about that time, too? Because I knew you were doing stuff, but it might not be as popular or cool as stuff as you were doing before. Yeah. Um, I was grinding. I was really, really, like, in the weeds when it comes to, like, applying for jobs and stuff. So I – so senior – so spring senior year, I walked, you know, celebrated, graduated in a sense, but I still had leftover credits. So after my internship at Adidas – I had I had one in-person class, one class online to take in the fall, and then I'd be done. But I didn't have a job, so when I came back, I, I immediately started connecting with people on LinkedIn, people people who I connect with on Twitter, etc., um, regarding finding a job. But something that they really don't tell you when you before graduating in college is like finding a job. Like 
is difficult. Like, it's competitive as heck because you think that, you know, you think that, yeah, you have a college degree, like, you stand out. It's like, yeah, you do stand out, but everyone else also has that same degree. So it's like, you need to have, like, something else going on to, like, help you, you know, land a job and stuff. So between that time, I was really grinding. Um, I was really, I was really networking with people. And I was also working at Canada Goose. Um, I was, I was, uh, I was a brand ambassador, so just so just letting people know about uh, about the jackets, um, and then helping them find things that they need and stuff. So Monday through Friday, work at Canada Goose, and then every all the hours after that, connecting people to try to find a job. Um, so how I got the position at Reese's Puffs was I cold messaged um, someone at General Mills. I saw that she was like a brand strategist, and I was really interested in brand strategy at the time. So I got connected with her, met with her at General Mills, just to like learn more about what she does. Um, and we kept that relationship. Something that's weird about it is like two days after me and her like connected, Reese's Puffs followed me on Instagram. Hey. I don't know why or anything, but they followed me on Instagram. This was like this was in October 2019. So fast forward to April. So yeah, fast forward to April. She hits me up again, and I was still applying for jobs because, you know, I couldn't get anything, especially when COVID hit. That really slowed things down. She, she hit me up. She's like, hey, there's this position for Reese's Puffs that open. I think you might be interested. She connected me with the diversity inclusion manager, who was also, like, my fraternity brother, who, who I knew. He connected me with the person who had the uh, previous position and learned more about, like, the position. I applied, and then I was able to get it. The rest is history. Yeah. So, uh, what's your official job title? So, my job is brand experience planner for Reese's Puffs. So, anywhere that, like, you see the Reese's Puff brand that's consumer-facing, whether it's, like, our social media accounts, ads that you see on, like, YouTube, um, whether it's, like, paid partnerships that you see with, like, with, like, Complex or, like, even partners that we're doing right now, Flo Yachty, I'm the one that's, like, executing all that stuff and like i work and i work closely with like our cross-functional teams in general mills so our legal team our um creative agency our media agency our pr agency um the brand management team people who work on um like stuff like the supply chain and stuff i'm like working with all these different teams and making sure that like things are like kind of going things are kind of going to plan hence like my position so like everything that's going on marketing wise with Reese's Puffs I'm like the middleman with all that stuff so it runs through you is what I'm hearing I have a manager and my manager she's the one that oversees like Reese's Puffs um oversee Reese's Puffs Cinnamon Toast Crunch Lucky Charms the family favorites group so that's like my manager so like me my position is like focus more focus mainly on like Reese's Puffs and stuff so it's like mainly like it's like more like me and her tackle stuff, but I'm the one that's like kind of doing all the work. Man, take the credit for it. It runs through you. <laughs> Reese's Puff runs through Felucia. Y'all heard him. I mean, this is kind of like just my last question overall. Actually, it's not true. I got one more after this. But how does it feel to just like see all your work you're doing with General Mills, Reese's Puff, and all that? Like, how does it feel to see all of that come to life overall? It's just, it's like it's like super amazing and like as I was saying before regarding like goal setting and stuff and it's like 
just based off of my experience and everything that I've done, like if, if you want stuff to happen, you can make it happen. You just really just got to like put in the work and just like network with the right people. And like in this day and age, especially with like COVID, everything is like virtual and it sucks that we can't really see people face to face, but it gives us the opportunity to like connect with people that we may have never like talked to beforehand and stuff, you know? So it's like, it's like a super surreal feeling. Like I still can't believe it. Yeah, man. And, 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 and to be honest, and to be honest, like sometimes when people ask me like, Oh, what do you, what do you do with like general medicine stuff? I don't even really like talking about it because I think the stuff is so cool. I feel as if like I'm bragging, <laughs> in sense, you know, you better than me. I'd be telling everybody, yeah, I do this, this and this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my last question is just like looking back. So you, you're talking about your struggle a little bit in 2018 or whatever. Looking back, I mean, you're almost three, you're two, two and a quarter years removed from that. Like, think, think about that growth. Like, how great does it feel to just see that growth you've had after those troubles in 2018 and struggling with wanting to be an IT major? And now you're living good. You're working at General Mills. Like, how does that make you feel overall, too? It's just like, I, bro, it's like this time last year, I was, what time is it? It's seven at the time we're talking at seven forty-eight. This time last year, you'd probably see me at Mall of America, helping, helping people try on you know jackets and stuff. And now it's like I'm leading like campaigns for like, you know, like a major like brand and stuff. So it's like it's just like it's just super surreal. And it's also why like, I do the most I can to like help people when it comes to like networking, when it comes to job hunting, figuring out like what they want to do because it's like. I know how it feels to, like, just be completely, like, lost and, like, you know, have, like, the world, like, things just, like, you know, not, like, work out and stuff. So I, 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 I personally understand how that feels. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even Rahab on here during Rahab's interview, she shouted you out for helping her get a job there, too. So mm-hmm. you're doing something right. We all got to eat. <laughs> well, Felusha, I just want to say, really, thank you for coming on. Um, is there any words you want to leave everybody listening with or Anywhere they can find you if they want to. Um, yeah, flu shots with the pH. Um, some people surprisingly don't know that it's flu shots. Some people like think it's fluff shots. Like people don't know the pH makes like an F sound. But shout out to the American public school system, man. Call <laughs> <laughs> me. I don't know anywhere if you want to like uh, connect, ask me questions. Um, if you want to talk about marketing, networking. Etc. Yeah, I'll link you. I'll link your. And then, and then, and then shoots too. Yeah, photography. I don't do it as much, but I still take pictures. Hit me if you want to take pictures, but like, just make sure that like you have like an overall like idea what it is like you want to do and stuff. Or like, don't like some people just message me with like, hey. <laughs> like, like, people, like people who I've never like connected with or anything just be like, hey, and I'm like, what do you mean like, hey? Like not even like, hey, my name is this, you know? So like. Yeah. Come come directly is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'll link I'll link your social media in the episode description below too. But Felucia, truly it was a pre- pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. that's gonna do it for episode 11 thank you to everybody who tuned in one more time 
Make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, whichever podcast platform you prefer. We do this thing once a week, sharing stories from the Minnesota people you need to know. So truly, thank you. We'll be back next week. Brand new episode. You guys want to hear that one, too. So make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Both are linked in the episode description below. Make sure you follow up with my man, Felucia, too. Appreciate y'all. We'll be back next week. Peace.